is episode 10 of the Improv London podcast with this week's guest, Fran Bush. This ain't gonna be easy. Some boys moving around. Welcome, welcome to episode 10. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and I hope that everybody's listened to every episode from the beginning of this podcast. But uh, if you haven't, uh, in particularly if you haven't listened to episode four featuring Mark Tyndall, then the first couple of minutes of this conversation isn't going to make a lot of sense. So I would urge you to listen to that episode because it's very entertaining, but also it'll give you a little bit of context to what Fran and I were talking about as is traditional for this podcast, I had a great time talking to Fran, and we cover all sorts of things, including her audition for a John Lewis advert and how that changed her life. We discuss the year of Fran in which we're we're all living, and uh, we also discuss Fran's two-minute rule. So, uh, lots and lots to enjoy. Journeyman, after all. He's a, I'm really hoping that the uh, that the journeyman name will catch on. <laughs> I suspect it's going to be one of those things where I'm just talking about it, and then like, <laughs> about ten people, or Mark will know what I'm talking about. He um, will. I love journeyman. the journeyman. <laughs> they call me the journeyman from ha- from hills and valleys. They they know that I am I am the journeyman. Also known as Mark, I think it's yeah. It's pretty uh, foolproof. I think, I think that's brilliant. I think mm. I think that he's going to be very glad that he's now got a. So that sounds like the uh, the voiceover at the beginning of his TV series, yeah. where we sort of get up to speed with what <laughs> the Mark journey. Last week on Journeyman. <laughs> um, that's the name of his biography for sure. <laughs> um, and, and you could make that into a motion picture. No worries. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm sure, 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 <laughs> sure Journeyman Mark uh, yeah. is going to enjoy... Journey Mark Man. Journey Mark Man. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, Fran. Thank you for joining me. You're very welcome, Stuart. Should we uh, give the listeners a bit of a description of where we are? Um, we're directly <laughs> next to some kind of historical ruin Um in the forecourt of a presso mange next to a Bills. Uh, but I guess the most important thing is that we are doing this interview al fresco. <laughs> we certainly are. Um, Stuart is now putting on a sweatshirt. It's not T-shirt weather, so he's he's wrapping up. Uh, <laughs> I... I'm holding on to a cup of tea <laughs> to warm my cockles. Yeah. I definitely have cockles. some cockles that are cold right now. <laughs> Yes, it turns out that Sunday morning on a in London turns out it's quite noisy. <laughs> it's not so much; it's the uh, the Christmas nature of the music. Well, yes, it's being played in the London establishment and the building. There's lots of building work going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and we're under a helicopter route. I think. <laughs> I think we are literally beneath the helicopter capital of London. <laughs> and I think it gives it a bit of a surround sound. This is London. There we go. Can I'm, you hear I'm that now? Add, I'll add effects on in post. Please. Just so it's high. Sound of gunfire and jingling <laughs> yeah. bells. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is 
how dramatic it is. This, <laughs> yes. This is the drama. This is London at its most uh, exciting. That is the sound of a helicopter going <laughs> directly above us. And that was a single drop of rain. Um, <laughs> I had not thought that. We finally found somewhere that is relatively quiet. Not that quiet, Did, uh, but isn't actually undercover, so if it rains. <laughs> this, we are living on the edge of the elements. Well, uh, we're, Would the other people you interviewed have put up with this? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, they might have. I have. I didn't ask them. That makes me feel terrible. <laughs> Would you agree to be interviewed in the open air? Admittedly, when I pitched this to you, I didn't say that was going to be part of the deal, did I? <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it at the moment. Yeah. This is this is great. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, see how we feel an hour in, shall we? <laughs> please, please let me go. I'm, I'm, it's so just, cold. I like improv. It's all right. It's nice. <laughs> But maybe I like doing it indoors where it's warm <laughs> and when we're getting rained on. But if you'd asked me, would I choose to do improv or this interview? <laughs> and I could only do one. <laughs> well, I'm not asking. If I, if I knew it would lead to this, <laughs> I would never have gone into improv if I knew. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it is lovely. I've got a cup of tea. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Just over dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but you do look very cold. No, I'm fine. I'm genuinely fine. Good. <laughs> Stop crying Strong. then. Strong. Stop crying. <laughs> no, I'm very grateful that you've given up your Sunday morning to come and sit outside. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're not going to say what time of year it is because that will date this postcard. But This postcard? <laughs> well, we're in the Victorian times now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we all used to sit around and listen to the postcard? Oh, how many downloads has your postcard got now? Um, I'm not counting. Okay. I am counting. <laughs> it's like crack. <laughs> it's like, it is. Um, and the journeyman it's mark gone up by one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The journeyman Mark Tyndall episode in particular yeah. uh, was brilliant fun yesterday because I would sit there looking at the SoundCloud page for a bit, <laughs> and then I press refresh, refresh, and it would have gone up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Was it just you looking at it though? No, I Because kept... I do that with YouTube. I look at it and I'm like, it's gone up by what? It was, it was me. me. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I checked that. I did check that. That's how obsessed I am with this. I did check that. Um, and it doesn't count because I'm logged in. Uh, it doesn't count that as, as going That's up. That's lucky. Well, yes. Yes. I think it makes it more. Real? More real. That's what it's all about. Truthful. It's more truthful. Well, I don't know, because obviously I don't know if everybody that's listened to it has listened all the way through. Everyone, most definitely. It's a long podcast. No, you know, if you're in it, you're there for the long podcast. I hope so, I hope so. <laughs> I, um, I listened to Mark Tyndall's one uh, as I was falling asleep. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Tyndall, you, you sent me to sleep the other <laughs> evening through your interesting facts. Well, I know, and also, but I genuinely, if people listen to my podcast and it helps them go to sleep, I genuinely feel that we have succeeded. Yeah. Because I listen to podcasts, podcasts I enjoy and that I'm really interested in, but they just help me also sleep. Yeah. So, uh, just like the sound of people's voices exactly. as I drift off. It just makes me feel I like so much. I'm not so alone. Mark are in the room with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's brilliant because Mark isn't always available to come round and no. talk to you as you go Switch to sleep. Switch off the lights, Stuart, Mark. <laughs> come on. But sometimes you can just listen to them and it's so like they're there in the room with you. Get me a chamomile. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
and I genuinely enjoyed listening back to these conversations, even though <laughs> I'm in them and I've already heard them once. Oh, but... no, that's the sound of my own voice. <laughs> no, not so much so that. soothing. <laughs> but I don't. <coughs> I don't listen to myself talking when I go to sleep. That would be. That would be all right, I suppose. <laughs> Hi, Stuart. Uh, You're feeling bit, um... very sleepy. Psychological, isn't it? Like this <laughs> conversation with yourself. Well, yes, but as long as I was saying nice things, I think that would be all right. <laughs> uh, um, when I uh, first started performing improv, um, uh, the first show I ever did, I was really uh, I, on the surface. I didn't feel that I was nervous, but I obviously was nervous because I had a really bad uh, headache, and I was at work. And I thought, well, I you know, I can't go home. I've just got to stick it out. So um, I put on uh, guided meditations uh, on YouTube uh, for migraine relief. And it turns out having someone comforting in your ear going, you're doing really well, things are getting better all the time, at work is a really nice thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the fact that it's at odds with what other people in the office are actually saying is awkward, but, you know, it's still, you know... See, I've tried to do those um, on the train, yeah. um, but uh, ever since I was doing one one day, and uh, a pupil that I teach saw me doing it. Oh right. Um, and then when I got to school, was like, oh, hey Fran, um, were you sleeping with your eyes open on the train? <laughs> This is, do I tell them that I was doing a meditation CD? I'm very cynical. I find it very hard to, to meditate and yeah. all that kind of, yeah, I find it very difficult. Is that because your mind is so busy and you have so many ideas? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's because I'm just such so, a well of creativity. So creative, so creative. It's a bit like, um, you know, Niagara Falls and they, you know, they can control... You know the water. It's like it's like I, my brain is like that. You can. It's really hard to turn it off. Yeah. Um, as the water goes over the border between America and Canada. Yeah. Well, between the unconscious and the conscious. Oh man, cerebral. <laughs> this is what you get on a Sunday morning. Well, yes, I know. Uh, normally, I'm just giving the benefit of my cerebralness to myself, but today <laughs> you are. I mean, really, I, I think you're wasted on improv. Do you think so? Um, podcasts. What, what, you need what should to do I be some doing? Kind of uh, meditation with Stuart doesn't really alliterate. No. Meditation with Moses, however. <laughs> all right. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get all kinds of <laughs> listeners to that. Yes. Um, you need to be able to back that up. Yes. Well, I think I am the Moses. Well, no, I think maybe uh, meditations uh, from the perspective of uh, someone from the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, How did you part those seas? Well, yeah, exactly. I rested my mind. You are the ocean. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> Excellent. So, I well, don't I... even feel the cold anymore. I feel so relaxed. <laughs> you feel so warm. <laughs> yes. There is no rain. The power of your mind. <laughs> you uh, relax and sleep. That's for all the people that are listening. Okay, yes. So this is the point they got to. Sleep now. Uh, if anyone's listening to this to help them sleep, like I do, yes. um, they haven't learned anything about improv, <laughs> um, but they have been soothed. Yes. And um, and in this troublesome world, is soothing people not enough? 
How much do you want from my podcast? More. No, not really. More. This is plenty. This is plenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Enough. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, now because uh, my work is done. <laughs> Your work is done. Ten minute. Ten minutes soothing. That's all you need. <laughs> Let's talk about you. <laughs> Maybe if we talk God, about you, Stuart, you might I stay. I wasn't trying to just get everything back around to me. <laughs> it's all about you. No. This time it really is all about you <laughs> rather than all the other times when you think it is. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm oh, as well. <laughs> so, how uh, or where begin? Uh, hello. Hello. Um, so, um, yeah. Your... You, you do so many things. I do. I do quite a lot of things. You do a lot of I things. have a lot of fingers in lot and a lot pie. of pies, but not very deep in all the pies. Just because the pie's quite hot. I like <laughs> so pies. I'm like, oh, pie. Pie. But I'm keeping my finger on the pie. That's nice. Yeah. So where did it start? What what came first for you? Um, do you um, you know was was improv first or was there stage stuff first or was there? I started off as an actor. Right. Um, which I think was always what I wanted to be Uh, I didn't I think I didn't really admit it to myself for a very long time because I thought uh, being an actor was something unachievable or uh, something that you had to be really exceptionally gifted at or something that would uh, wasn't very realistic like I would you know I would never be hired I would never get a job and so I didn't really let myself fully entertain the idea of it Um, and then eventually, I think it was my actually my dad that sort of I was coming out of a um, a conference or one of those Excel Earl's Court jobs fairs, careers fairs for jobs. What you can do with an English literature degree, oh, right? Which is everything and nothing at the same time. Um, and I had a, a call from my dad, and he was like, "You, I thought you wanted to go to drama school. I thought this is what you wanted to do." Um, and somehow having that permission yes. to do it, it was like, oh, oh yeah, that was that was the plan. Of course, that was the plan. Yes. Um, and so uh, yeah, I started out as an actor and loved it and uh, enjoyed working with scripts. Um, I did a lot of improv without really realizing it as well. I think I, I think improv's quite broad and often we think of it as what we see on stage uh, at the Miller or somewhere, you know, in a show format, but actually uh, anything where you're reacting in the moment or making a decision about how to do something. Yes. I think I was doing a lot of that without knowing it. Yes. Um, and I really, I really loved being an actor, but I found, found it very difficult to be relying on other people for work and right. uh, waiting for the phone to ring. I mean, classic actor stuff, feeling quite unfulfilled because I was going to an audition. Um, I went to the audition for the... Do you remember the John Lewis advert uh, where there was a little girl and she grew into an old lady? Right. Um, and I got to a room and there were literally 40 people that looked identical to me, but also then 40 children that looked just like me as a child and 40 old ladies that looked like what I would look like when I was in my 70s. And I could see my life there wow. through all of these women. And I just remember sitting in this uh, casting room and like, oh my goodness, what? how do you stand out? Yes. Um, and how do you endure? And I guess at that point, 
I wasn't necessarily very resilient Correct. to rejection. I still find it really hard. <laughs> I'm still really stubborn. I'm like, well, why don't you like me? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Like, I'm okay. Um, so I ended up branching out and leaving acting a little bit. Acting in the sense of having an agent and going for auditions and waiting for the phone to ring. Um, and I, yeah, I, I ended up... I, sort of chanced I followed someone along to an audition for an improv show uh, not expecting to get the part not really knowing very much about it just pootling along um, and ended up getting the part uh, in this show um, and kind of I think doing an improv show actually taught me more about acting than I had learnt at drama school wow um and I was learning from some really, really top-class improvisers. It was directed by Stuart McCure, and Rachel Paris was in it, uh, Rob Broderick, Ben Vandervelde, Charlie uh, Partridge, and just really amazing guys who I was just learning off of by being near them. Yeah. And still, today, when I, when I teach improv to other people or when I use improv skills, I'm drawing on what they taught me yeah um, so I started doing improv there and I think I've sort of yo-yoed in and out of improv I do lots of it and then I'll have a break yeah and then it will take a little while for me to get my confidence back up to do it again right yes because uh, I think it is a muscle yes it is yes and if you don't use it yes it goes all flabby yes. like all the other muscles in, in the human body uh, not in mine I am lean and yes. taut and athletic yes exactly um, but um, yeah so I think I've sort of jumped in and out um, I'm doing more improv than I have done for a while at the moment um, which is nice yes. it's really nice to be back in the improv shoe yes the improv shoe as it were only one <laughs> a single shoe well, um, it's in the other shoe and the other shoe uh, the uh, oh man I wish I'd said shoes now <laughs> <laughs> the other shoe um, is filled with um, oh I want to make a bad pun about my soul because it's a shoe yes. and shoes have a soul I think you're allowed three it. puns oh man podcast. have I wasted one no. I'll let you off that okay. I'm told of the rules <laughs> you can't always pun your way out of trouble though that's it no I know, I know really. I'm a glutton for punishment uh, I used that one yesterday that's just fresh in my mind <laughs> I'm sorry uh, so what improv are you doing at the moment then you said um, so I was in Edinburgh over the summer and I was having a crap uh, as you do in Edinburgh uh, from one of the lovely crap vans <laughs> And I was talking to a comedian called Sarah Donald, and she was saying, you know, I, n I never get to do any improv. I really miss doing it. Uh, and it was the eve of my birthday, so I was feeling very seize the day and, <laughs> and very, you know, this is the year of Fran. <laughs> Literally was what I was saying. Um, <laughs> and so she was saying, I don't do a lot of improv. And I was saying, well, you know, I... I'll go to a class now and then, but I don't... I haven't performed, and actually I've kind Sorry, of lost I'm, I'm my I'm just going to dub in a helicopter now, because I think this is getting... Cover! Drop and roll! Drop and roll! It's a, a, a helicopter! 
Fran's just got up to speed with her story. Let's try and disrupt her flow. Uh, and this is coming to you live from <laughs> Helicopter Pad. <laughs> oh, where was I? <laughs> you were having a crepe in Edinburgh. <laughs> crepe? Is that not who you said? <laughs> crepe. Go for, I I'm love just it. really worried pancake. about... Pancake. Yeah, there was a French pancake involved. I was really worried there. I was having a really, you know, the really thin pancake. Yeah, I think they're quite unsatisfying. I mean, they're nice, but they're too thin. It's true. Um, and you, it was going to be the year of Fran. It was the year of Fran, and so Sarah was saying. Oh, so another I helicopter that you oh just got too low again. Got I too promise flow. you, this story is so worth it. It's good, it's good. We're building up suspense. Okay, I'll. I'll... <laughs> Um, the year of Fran. The year of Fran. I just enjoy saying the year of Fran. It's, it's yeah. So Every, you're, you're in it right now. I'm in the year of Fran. Yeah. Aren't we all in a way living <laughs> the year of Fran? Um, guys, it's mine. <laughs> well, obviously Back it's off yours. away from my year. Yeah, I just want to stand at the edges of it. Peer into the windows. <laughs> oh, it looks nice. Look at this. Oh, oh, now there are some children. It's a bit like a piece of installation art, this, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, so I'm yeah. hoping an ex-partner of mine will come and sit opposite me <laughs> yes. and we'll be awkward. Uh, that would be amazing. That would be, would be amazing also. I would commentate the whole way through. <laughs> it's unlikely. Uh, anyway. Um, um, and so, yes. um, she was saying I want to do some improv and I was saying I want to do some improv and within the next two minutes we'd booked in our first improv gig for the new year because the year of Fran yes. um, is all about saying yes to things that really really frighten you yes. and just being like yeah sure I'll do it of course yeah, I will yeah. um, like for example like doing this podcast is actually quite a scary thing yeah. although it's you know lovely and you're not scary at yeah. all the idea of sitting and oh you're terrifying I'm Thank really you. threatened I'm like, um, I'm like uh, Parkinson you bought me a cup of tea it's <laughs> <laughs> really nice I'm like Parkinson but much less sexist <laughs> good that's a good thing yes no I think so um, oh no I lost my train of thought again sorry year of Fran no, yeah, we, doing things that scare yes, you yeah so it's all about saying yes and then kind of thinking about the consequences afterwards jump and then justify uh, exactly yes. um, so I went part time at work um, to spend more time doing creative stuff uh, you know, I'm doing making lots of videos just writing all the time um, and so this all started on, on the eve of my birthday, booking in this first improv gig with uh, my now improv partner, um, we're called Norman. Um, and it's great. Uh, Sarah's great. It's just fun. It's just silly. We don't really know what we are yet. We, we know that we don't... Um, we don't have a, a set format. We just like big, silly characters and not taking ourselves too seriously. Um... And I think, to be honest, I think we'll find who we are on stage, right. uh, which is nice. Yes. Um, rather than going, you know, I really want to do a piece of long form where at seven minute junctions we will ring a bell and an audience member will tell us a fact about their history and I mean, we will incorporate that into a song. No offence to all there's our fans nothing, of that format. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I, uh, I, I love that kind of thing. <laughs> I, know, I do, I really do. Um, but I, I don't have a thing that I know. This is this is definitely what I want this to be because I think for both of us it was just important that we started improvising again. Yes. Um, put on the improv shoe. Maybe that's, maybe she has my other improv shoe. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, oh, one shoe I've got each. one shoe and she's got the, the other, other shoe. shoe. Yeah. Um, and together we have a pair of shoes and one muddy foot. <laughs> each. Yeah. Um, which seems apt. Yes. 
Yeah. And what does the muddy foot represent? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't we, we all have a muddy foot in some ways. Yeah. We all have one foot securely in our Clark's brogue and one foot in the... Uh, Mud. mud of life? Yeah. So the primal? The unconscious. Oh, man. <laughs> I definitely saw another bit of rain. <laughs> Every time I mention, yes, the unconscious. Well, um... No, we're good, we're good. We're good, we might just I'm, go and stand under that arch. I am... <laughs> yeah, that's barely an arch. <laughs> that's not a roof. That's not a roof. Well, as we said before the podcast started, we're both <laughs> artists, uh, well, you're mainly an artist, um, podcaster, uh, operating on a budget. It's true. <laughs> we, we tried an alleyway, first of all. Which um, I was too, you know, I felt that would be inappropriate. I, but I'm if, gritty. If Fran suggested it, then I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool, we've come to prep. It's good, it's good. <laughs> Ready, I'm classy. that's what it means. I'm classy, I'm classy, what can I say? Yeah. Um, so, how many shows have you done as Norman? No, uh, maybe like four. I think yeah. we're on our fourth, um, which is nice. It's just, just experimenting. Um, and I think we've had gigs where we've come off stage and gone, yeah, that was. That, we've really got something. Yes, we've got a really nice connection. We don't really know what it is yet. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really nice. Yes. It's just yeah, it's just playful and silly, and uh, yeah, we don't take ourselves too seriously at all cool cool but you you rely on the uh, sort of shared bond that you have between you two yeah I think we're both having a year of Fran um, but hers is, is called year of Sarah probably what's that all Brackets, about brackets Fran <laughs> um, yeah I think we're I think we're both having a, I think we both got to a point where we're like okay we we liked what we did but we want to do more yes. and we, we want to make sure that we're doing what makes us happy yes yeah. I think we should all have a year I of think so. yeah. I think we should all have a year of brown. I think yeah the, the year of, it's a nice mindset to be in yeah. I mean it's really scary because you are all the time just being like yes oh God, what have I said yes to what have I said yes to yes yes ah. <laughs> yes I'm just trained whenever I'm around improvisers to say yes so that's uh, that's been fun so far. <laughs> you just have to trust the people you're with that they're not yes. going to suggest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in France, do improvisers say we oui, oui, eh? Je ne sais pas. Do they? Oh. But I if, will ask. If you have any fans that are French, perhaps yes. they could write in on a postcard. <laughs> on a postcard <laughs> to the po- po- podcast. <laughs> they, could send me a, they could send me a postcard. Mm. So, so yeah, so um, so there's Norman. Yes, but that's not the only thing you're involved in, is it? No, no, uh, because that because <laughs> that wouldn't, you know. I, there's there's more hours in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, you can't I always do. be falling asleep to the sounds of Mark and I's voices. <laughs> no, you can't, which is a shame. Um, I yeah, I'm also in a sketch group uh, yes. called Kitten Killers, um, and that's been going for about two and a half years now. Um, I'd never done any sketch writing before. I'd done a lot of playwriting um, and serious drama writing. Which we'll come to in a minute. Yeah, we'll come to that in a minute. Put a pin in that. Uh, um, so many pies. Um, <laughs> so many fingers. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so that's... We've done two Edinburgh's now. Um, and very excitingly just got our first run at the Soho Theatre. Brilliant. In March, um, which is incredibly exciting. 
um, that was that's kind of that was the dream. Yes. And now that's um, it's really nice. It's been a well, I guess we found out a couple of weeks back. If we're in January now, we you know found back probably a, about a month and a half ago now. <laughs> um, and we weren't we didn't really want to tell anyone until we knew it was definite. Yes. Um, and we had a contract. And it's so hard not saying anything. And people would say, oh, I'm really sorry, I missed your show. Is there going to be another chance to say it? And I'd say no with my mouth, but yes with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how good my eye acting is. Like, you know, it's hard. Just blink excessively at them. <laughs> Morse code, please oh, come. So come theater. to Soho. Come to Soho. That's a, it's an interesting um, message in itself. Yeah. <laughs> but that, it's, that's really exciting and it feels like... Like hard work and commitment because the girls who I'm in the group with, uh, Padita Stott, who's an incredible writer and a wonderful performer, and, um, and Kat Cade, who comes from a stand up background and is just hilarious and, and beautiful, uh, we've worked so hard um, on this uh, creating these shows. Um, we rehearse really hard and we write really hard and we gig really hard and it's been exhausting but this feels like okay this it's this is what it's about this feels this feels really nice yes. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah it's they're great that's great um so how did you meet them um i met them um uh we actually did a course together a sketch writing course at the soho theater brilliant um, so it's all come full circle it has all come full circle and I, I'd actually just been dumped. Um, I'm, I'm just looking sad for was, the, the listeners at home. Uh, Stuart looks. How he's, could, how he's could that, crying. How could that happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's because I only wear one shoe. I think. <laughs> Feral Fran. Oh, you're a Fran. She's so self-centered. <laughs> what about me? There was no room for anyone else, Stuart. No room. Um, yeah, I got, I got dumped um, by letter. Oh. By post. Oh. No, it's. But I love it as a story now. Yes, I love it. Um, and uh, it, it's a, it's a do you know what? It's a good story. I'll tell you the story. I love it. Um, because I was very much missing performing at right. that point. I, I so I was very much missing performing. I would go and see friends in plays and be really happy for them, but really sad inside. That mixture of emotions that all, all artists feel. Yeah. It's like, I'm really glad you're doing this, but mainly I'm really sad that I'm not. Yeah, and I and I wasn't, at, at that point, I wasn't performing. Um, and my my boyfriend at the time was very much, a, he loved teaching and he loved the fact that it meant he could go on long holidays and he could um, eat lots of nice foods and live a life of kind of no worries and and day-to-day enjoyment um, which I I liked the idea of for a while it sounds good but it sounds unlikely but it sounds good well I uh, he was he was very good at living it and um, I enjoyed it but I just missed performing and I think he could see that I missed performing and I think he had an awareness that over time I might end up resenting him. Right. Um, because whilst it, you know, it's wonderful to go to Sicily for your uh, summer break, there would be a part of me that's like, I really, 
I want to be I want to be in Edinburgh. I want to be writing a show. I want to be performing. Um, which sounds awful. It sounds very. Um, I don't, that's me shaking my head. I don't think that sounds awful. No. I think I, I, th- I think it was a it was a bit of a fork in the road, and I I realised that I could have this really happy life of um, I could probably buy a house. Um, and I could make, you know, have some pot plants, uh, <laughs> and I could, you know, invite friends around to drink, like the, not the cheapest wine, no. not the second cheapest no, no, no. wine, like maybe the third cheapest wow. wine, um, and I could buy a, a coffee and not feel like, oh, this is extravagant, <laughs> um, and or I could start performing and. Um, and write and really commit myself and be selfish I think inevitably it's a, I, it was a, I had to become a little bit selfish right and so in this now I can look back on it and go gosh she did I actually did a really nice thing yes. in this letter um, because he was effectively realising that I was never going to be happy with a, a life of fine foods and wine yes, yes. <laughs> um and so in the wake of that, in my moment of, oh my goodness, I've been dumped, I don't know what I'm, I'm teaching and I, I don't know what direction I'm going in, who am I? Uh, I found this course at the Soho Theatre and uh, massively threw myself into it. It's run by Lee Griffiths, who uh, is, um, he's in uh, Late Night Gimp Fight sketch group and he liked the things I was writing um, I so really encouraged me in that, which was was brilliant to hear that someone said, "Oh yeah, your stuff you're writing is it's quite funny. I like it." And that was nice. Um, and then I remember getting an email from Padita, uh, who's in the sketch group with me, saying, "Hey, I was thinking of flinging together this sketch group. Are you interested?" And I said yes. And I think at the time, I, I never could have known that we were going to be here now, two and a half years later, about to do a Soho runner. I never foresaw that at all. Um, I think we get on really well. Um, but we've gotten to know each other through being in the sketch group. We we didn't know each other to begin with, and that's been lovely. We learn what makes each other laugh. Uh, we all bring different skills to the group. Um, yeah, I think I think we got something quite special. It's really really nice. But yeah, we we work really hard. Um, yeah, no, brilliant. Because I want to ask you about that because I find um, sketch writing a mysterious and arcane art. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping you can just explain <laughs> it to me, uh, and that would be brilliant because then I'll understand. Um, so I yeah, be interested to know what your process of sketch writing is because the idea of I can kind of understand improv because you're sort of making it up and sort of understand that. But how do you create a sketch? You must make it up, but then something must happen after making it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone has different processes. Um, lots of people go from improv into sketch, which I haven't learned how to do yet. Right. <laughs> because I think the thing I love about improv is the fact that it's there in the moment and then kind of gone yes. I love that I haven't managed to work out how to harness that into a sketch yet oh really yeah that that's my next step 
I'm gonna no, we'll try to work that out too. We can work that out together. Be, if, you, if I find out, I will let you know. Please do. It'd be really useful. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, for me, uh, it's never really the same twice. So Which is uh, awkward because it's harder to replicate. No, right? <laughs> and I'll go for ages and not have any inspiration. Um, I do most of my writing on the tube. Um, <laughs> my notes section of my iPhone is, is full of one lines um, that I'll then go back and, and look at and be like, what, what, do, what do I mean? Let's, yes, um, this is brilliant. We need to see the process. We might have to I feel like, keep talking while I, I find them. <laughs> I feel, uh, I feel this, is, this is proper comedian's comedian stuff. I feel like um, I'm really... I'm really terrible. No, no, no. <laughs> but this is, this is what the other Stuart, as I call him, uh, would do. Yeah, uh, because there's obviously a lot of rivalry between the Stuarts. No, I think between so. Stuart Goldsmith and me and Stuart uh, Lee, <laughs> Stuart McConey. Let's have a look. Uh, so I'm in the notes section. There are 193. Brilliant. Yeah, give us give um, us some uh, give us an example. So, of how would you work um, on it? No, but this is the thing. So I, I write them down and then I I don't really know what I mean by them when I go back <laughs> to them. So oh yeah, so this one was um, it's about rolling cigarettes. Um, uh, I was in class. One of them read the stage direction. Uh, she begins to roll, as in roll a cigarette. But she didn't know that it was rolling a cigarette, so she just dropped and started rolling on the ground. Um, and we were all just looking, going, what? What's this? Um, so, so see, obviously, I, but I wrote that down because I just thought it was hilarious. I, won't, I promise I won't use that. Well, well wait, OK, <laughs> but so if, if you were going to try and... Because I thought that was really funny... <laughs> Um, obviously, but how would you then take that? <laughs> it's, like, it's just silly, right? It's just great and silly. So how would I do? How, how would, would I... you then turn that into a sketch if you were going to turn um, it into a sketch? Well, I mean, it's because I, I think that's funny, right? And I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm still finding it funny, but good. What? Okay, that's that's the title of my next year's show. Uh, <laughs> it's called Rolling <laughs> with Fran. Rolling with Fran. That sounds um, amazing. But how, so but what I'm worried about is, okay, so I found an idea funny. Yes. And so I've made a note on my phone. Uh, but then how do, you, how do you know if it stays funny when you turn it into a sketch? Um, how do you bottle that magic? How do you bottle the, ma- how do you bottle the magic? Uh, so I would probably then write a first draft of that as an idea. Um, so <laughs> this is off the top of my head. Yeah, so for, I don't know what you'd like. You'd, you'd take that misunderstanding and put that into a situation where that misunderstanding could happen. Yes. It's probably not a long sketch. <laughs> if anything, it's probably a segue between sketches. Right. Where you've done a sketch, you're talking to the audience, someone drops and rolls, and you're like, what are, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so I just, I'm just rolling. Oh, no, I mean, that doesn't work. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, like, oh, where did you? So can you can you roll? And then I don't know, like two teenagers rolling the cigarettes, or you know. Um, you see, I find you telling me about this really funny, but I'm not sure how. Oh, uh, often, if I'm not sure, I often try and write it into a song. Uh, oh, right, um, nice. So I take, is it keep rolling, 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 rolling. rolling. And then I go, okay, that's got the word rolling in it. Um, let's let's see some some people rolling cigarettes, but then misunderstanding and just rolling. I think 
I think the key to it is embarrassment, right? Right, okay. I think that's the... You have to find what the... Oh, it sounds so wanky. No, no, this is what we love. What's the heart of of that sketch? Why is that funny? It's because it's embarrassing, right? Right, yes. And so you've got to... Whatever it is, heighten that embarrassment. Right. Find a way to make... Uh, this is why I don't run courses. You've got to find a way to amplify that embarrassment. So it's embarrassment for the character you're playing rather than for the person playing it? Either. Okay. I think the more uncomfortable you are doing something, the funnier it is. <laughs> Audiences love watching someone squirm. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a terrible joke, rolling on the and rolling. Like it's terrible. There's there's no cleverness in it um, at all. Uh, so you've got to embrace that. Right. It's <laughs> just stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some. There's just some helicopter. Ah, oh, can you believe that I told you the secret to writing a sketch whilst that helicopter was going over? Oh, and I can tell you what I heard it, but I don't know if it was picked up <laughs> no. by the recording. So uh, was that was that helpful? I don't. Yeah, that was... I don't necessarily know that I have a, a formula. What happens often is I'll write a draft of a sketch, and then I'll take it to Cat and Padita. Uh, I'm terrible at writing punchlines, the ends of sketches. Right. I never know. I can write a setup, and I can write the middle but I don't never know how to end right. so most of my uh, written sketches end with the sentence uh, maybe question mark possibly <laughs> or then he could do this or maybe actually he could do this I don't know <laughs> you sort it out <laughs> um, so yeah I, I think it's what's nice about working in a group is actually uh, they have skills where I don't have skills right, and yes. Maybe vice versa. I yes, don't know. Um, and so I can bring them a problem and they can fix it. Yes. How do you solve a problem like Francis's sketches? <laughs> you just, just fix it. Just roll, just apparently. Roll. Um, so yeah, uh, there are you know there are formulas and there are. I have been to sketch writing classes and have learned about you know you you start with the setup and then you have the first inciting incident and then you escalate once and then you escalate twice and then you break the pattern and then you bring you reset the circumstances and I'm really glad that I learned those things um and if you're looking at a sketch and going why isn't why isn't this working it's it is really useful to go back to things like that Um, I'm a big believer in courses and you know, I, I love a I love a, a book yes. that tells me how to do things. Yes. Um, but actually, there's nothing like instinct on it. And I think yes. after a while, you just you learn the beats. Yes. And you go, okay, I think uh, this sketch is a is a rule of three sketch, or this sketch is a pull back and reveal sketch, and and you know. And then I got off the bus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If in doubt, I'd have bus. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm still learning. I'm still very much learning with sketches. I, I like songs because songs have a structure and you can go in and work. You go, okay, this is, I know I need to set it up in, in the first verse and then I can have a really funny chorus and then I need to amplify it. In the, and it's hard because I think if you think too much about it, kind of lose your sense of humour about it and that's (laughs) important yes sometimes I take comedy too seriously right yes Um, 
which is good but dangerous yes <laughs> because you can knock all the fun out of it um so for example there have been times where i've written a second draft of a sketch so i'll have, I'll have brought a sketch to the table um and the other two will say yeah there's something in this write a second draft and i will have overthought it overcomplicated it and they they will say look kind of lost the magic of the first right, yes. draft because you've formalised it or you've really thought about where things need to go so I think a lot of it comes down to just feeling yes which is hard because you can't you can't teach feeling you just yes but you can't replicate feeling no but I think that's good because otherwise you end up writing very samey sketches or very samey Jokes. If you you go too much formula. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I wing it. (laughs) (laughs) I wing it most of the time. So how much stuff do you bring along to the others and how much makes it through? What's your... (laughs) What's your... your, How much much work do you have to put in to get, you know, a sketch Um, to the level you can perform it? I think we probably produce together about three hours of new material to make it through to one hour. Right. Um, last year, our show Woof, um, we did a new material night in January, which did you yes. see that? Yes. Yeah, you were there. So um, I reckon half of that ended up in the final show. Um, and then we did. Uh, more new material nights throughout the year so I think for me my hit rate is probably one in four right wow um, I don't think I don't think rolling is going to make it <laughs> <laughs> to Kit and Killers 2016 oh damn because you know that, that limp biscuit material yeah. it's, it's, it's so current it's so edgy oh, the kids are just really going to do that there are that. loads of jokes we could go with with, it, with limp biscuit and <laughs> I would love to do like a kind of rock like soft rock sketch that yes. would be fun yes no, I'd, like, um, I'd love to see your soft rock sketch <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if that, is that like, I should write more probably um, um, yeah I think I, I write I'm not very good at editing and I'm not very good at um, the second and third draft stage. I'm very good at throwing something down on paper. Um, we have a Google a Google Drive that we put all our stuff up into. Brilliant. So I'm very good at just shoving stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not so good at the next stages. But then, you know, you've got other people in the group that, you know, if you've got, yeah. some, you've got a first draft to work with, that's, you know, you're not working for nothing. You've got, yeah. Yeah. So uh, when you when you meet, is there a kind of um, is there a kind of a, a, a way in which the rehearsals or you know meetings do you, do you all bring along what you've written and then yeah. show each other or do you read it out or yes do you... we do we do uh, so we <laughs> are the glasses of wine involved we have a cup of tea cup of tea that sounds and nice and we chat about our day <laughs> um, and then uh, Padita is a very good cook so she makes the most wonderful food for us. Um, and then we'll chat about our day some more. <laughs> um, 
and then we'll get to it's about 9.30 at night yeah. and we'll go oh we should probably read some sketches shouldn't we <laughs> um, and then we'll go oh no no my sketches are so terrible no we shouldn't no don't look at them no oh okay oh look right just look just this one okay um, and yeah and I mean, sometimes when we're when we're super organised, we'll print them all out and we'll yeah. read through them. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we are we're learning more and more as a group that it we're learning to fail more. Right. Um. So knowing that things don't have to be perfect. Right. And um, taking what we like from an idea. So okay, you're fine. We've set we've set this rolling sketch in a hospital. Why are you rolling in a hospital? I don't know. I'm on the floor. And, uh, you know, I haven't I haven't thought this through. Um, and then we go, you know what? Um, I love the idea, <laughs> but the hospital isn't working. Okay, so let's let's take the rolling, which is the idea that we love, which is the comedy gold, um, and let's set it um, in a a rolling pin factory. Um, oh. first, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, and then <laughs> so not abandoning, not abandoning it just because it doesn't work first time. Right. Um, yeah, we get, we get, and actually, the more we relax on stage, I think the more funny we are. I think yes. we've become more personable on stage. Right. Uh, I think maybe we, we used to worry about getting everything right and this dance move must be uh, our heads must turn at exactly a 45 degree angle <laughs> uh, on, and we blink on the third beat of the music um, but now we we know that the audience will be on side with us if if we are more relaxed yes yes um, the audience isn't worrying about yeah. you so much yeah. yeah well they're laughing at us laughing at ourselves <laughs> yes I mean <laughs> We, we shouldn't be having more fun than the audience no. is. There's a balance. <laughs> it's a delicate one. Um, and I think we've probably all had gigs where that's been the case. <laughs> where we've had more fun than the audience have had. Um, that's, that's comedy. Um, and it's... And it, yeah, it's nice. I think we are... We are learning all the time. Which is how it should be. It's to be, yes. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned before about uh, not waiting for the phone to ring for yeah. jobs to come through. Yes. So uh, one of the ways in which you're doing this is your internet videos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so th- this was something that I just did for myself. Uh, filmed in my bedroom. Um, wasn't really planning on showing anyone. <laughs> just wanting to learn how to use a camera, um, have a go at doing some character comedy. So I started off with Fran's beauty blog, which is a sort of teenage version of me um, and the trial. Because I'd seen some of these um, video bloggers, v-blogs online, and the amount of views that they were getting and the celebrity status. I wasn't wasn't chasing the celebrity status, but I was I was blown away by this thing that didn't exist when I was a teenager. Um, And then you know I I know some very successful video bloggers and they're, they're wonderful people but it's a world that I'd never known before yes definitely um, well I didn't know about it I watched your video and I thought this is awful. this is funny I'm enjoying this because it um, even if you don't know about that thing yeah. you, you know we've all been teenagers we've all been 
unsure about yeah. things. So I could enjoy it on that. But then I realised, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a thing how, that goes on. How amazing, because I think it's, you know, the, I doubt there's a person alive that had a, an adolescence that wasn't filled with some kind of angst. Yeah. And I guess for every generation, there's somewhere to throw that angst, you know, whether it's into into a poem that I wrote and you know or I, you? I formed a band and we wrote an album called I Hate A-Levels and No One Likes Me um, you know so but for this generation and um, YouTube is yeah. is there and it's um, just a, a receptacle for all of these teenagers and it's it's, it's brilliant and, and strange and, and wonderful and yes. so I took that idea of the character uh, this uh, in hindsight I wish I hadn't called her Fran I wish I'd because she isn't really me at all is she not really you um, at all I mean it is me I'm, yes. playing, I'm playing the part yes. it's, but it, is it not really you it, it comes from elements of me <laughs> um, yeah elements of me because I was hoping to no that sounds weird <laughs> <laughs> well luckily she's just standing over here <laughs> Yeah, no, you're you're pretty nice, but I'd like the teenage version of you. That sounds that sounds yeah. wrong in this day and age. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started with her, and I, I just yeah make silly videos. I try to keep them to two minutes. That's my that's my rule because yes. I think that's a good attention span. Yes. Um, I I don't really know how to get people to watch them. I don't really understand uh, the YouTube analytics. Um, or anything like that but I think it's a really good discipline to to say I will upload one of these every Friday at 2 o'clock um, forever <laughs> but actually the moment that I said I will do this every Friday at 2 o'clock publicly um, I have not managed to do it it's been, it's been a busy busy two weeks but um, that is my intention and I'm about to start a new a new series talk to that about in a second can we just talk about Fran's uh, beauty blog of so, course um, the, I'm interested in the sort of the process yeah. of that and yeah how, how do you go about um, Talk us through each stage in, in sort of very great detail. Okay, very very great detail. Uh, <laughs> lots of detail or excellent detail? Excellent detail. Okay, um, great detail. Uh, I see. Um, Much and also of high quality. Uh, okay, so no <laughs> I had a week off, I had a half term um, and I decided I wasn't going to go anywhere for this half term holiday. I was going to make stuff for the entire holiday. And I set up a camera in my bedroom. I don't have a tripod, so I, I pile books on top of each other and I sellotape everything together. Um, it's all very homemade. And to begin with, I just sat in front of the camera and improvised. Really? And I would, I would leave the camera running and maybe for like 30, 40 minutes and wow. sometimes I'd forget it was running and I'd start texting or doing other stuff. I <laughs> um, haven't got a lot of laptop space <laughs> left anymore. No, there's no memory left. And, um, and then I would watch the edit back and I would cut out the bits that I liked and I'd go, okay, these jokes work. Now I, I can structure around that. Yes. Um, so it sort of it starts from nowhere and then 
from the bits that I like, I then yeah. go back and build. Oh, wow. And, and as it's gone on, I do write them more and improvise them less. Um, I think that's just because of time. I think. Right, yes. Um, yeah, because I don't... I, I guess I write them, I perform them, I do my own lighting. <laughs> Sometimes I get my dad to hold something. <laughs> um... And I edit them myself, and I mean, I think it's probably quite clear from looking at them that I do all this stuff myself. And it really isn't. It really Aww. isn't. No, it genuinely isn't. That's very lovely of you to say. Yeah. I, from my perspective, they look very homemade, which I like. I think that is very. Well, but that's my also style. authentic for. Which you know, is, it's lucky. Yeah, it's well, also yeah. very lucky. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, fair enough. But, you know, it looks <laughs> like. It, you know, it looks realistic, it looks genuine. Yeah. You know, yeah. authentic is what I mean. Yes. Yeah, no, I, which I, I really like the look of them. I'm, I am very proud of my beauty blog. I think they're just they're silly and fun. And um, I guess I found a sort of longing in that character. She's, she's yes. kind of lonely, and but very unaware of her loneliness. Yes. And I think that's the fun of her. Yes. Um, so, so, yeah, as I've gone on, I've, I've written them more. But I don't, I don't ever write the jokes down on paper right um, I'll write structure oh right that's interesting um, so, so what would you know it's hard to imagine but you know what what might that structure look like um, so it might it might be like okay opening um, I will introduce the theme and then I'll try and I'll have a cutaway uh, a cutaway shot here to Fran prancing in the back garden <laughs> um, and then I'll go back into uh, the main body of it and I know that I'll have a I'll have a, a rule of three joke here where I do three little yeah. it's more like shot by shot right. which is something that I've, I've learnt to do through doing it yes. um, and realise that actually for, for this video project just having me talking to the camera wasn't quite enough it needed to have yeah shots away to other things um, and it it needed a bit more so it's got you know opening credits and and then credits and it it all looks very very homemade Um, but yeah it's more the beats of it than the actual jokes that's interesting so once you've got the structure in place you can improvise or you can just try yeah yeah. Um, and I find often that I will throw the plan away Right. Yes. So I will have the plan, and then I'll start filming, and then I'll I'll go I'll cut those little bits of footage out, and I'll put them into iMovie, and um, I'll go okay, I've got those bits. Those bits are quite funny, um, but what's the best story to tell those jokes in? Right. Yes. Um, so sometimes it starts with the structure, and then I fill in the jokes, and sometimes it starts with the, a joke, and I fill I out the structure. the structure. I think. Sometimes the first way is better because um, often I'll hold on to a joke, oh, right. even though it doesn't necessarily fit. Yes, just because it's. The, but it's really funny, yes. and this voice in the back of my head goes, "Fran, you're going to make more videos. Put <laughs> yes. it in your next video. Save it, Save it for later." And yes. I'm like, "No, this joke about Fuseli is hilarious. <laughs> I'll, I'll forget about it by next week." Um, but yeah, I think. It's it's just good for discipline and and knowing that I will I will definitely 
write two minutes of content a week. Yes. Yes, having that sort of deadline is great because otherwise it's yeah. really easy to do. Yeah, and I, I think that was the whole thing that I hated about uh, waiting for the phone to ring. Um, while I wait for the phone to ring, I can well. make a video. Yes, <laughs> and because we live in this day and age, you are then able... Well, first of all, you're able to make the video and then able to share it online yeah. and get your comedy out there. Exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. I feel that... Uh, we should uh, probably finish on some inspirational, <laughs> inspirational message. Oh no! From An inspirational Fran, message in the year of Fran um, from our beloved leader, Fran. <laughs> what? What kind of inspirational message would you like? Just encouragement. Um, I don't know. What? What have you? So the what, most what have you learned on the journey? <laughs> okay. Um, well, we um, in, in my sketch group, we we have some rules of thumb. Loves the rules um, of thumb, <laughs> and our the main the main and then uh, people said this to me at, at drama school. People said this beyond, and most people do this. But, but the main thing is just don't don't be a dick. <laughs> we use a stronger word. Yes, no, that's <laughs> um, fair enough. That, our first rule of thumb is don't be a yes a stronger word than yes than that word. Yeah, um, because it. Although often I look at people that are doing really well, and but don't treat people nicely. Yes. Um, and I think that's a real shame because all. And I think how how are you doing well when you're when you're being like this? But I think eventually people will will twig and they won't want to work with you. And so for me, that's that's the main rule that I. I live by in life and creatively I guess is just be decent be on time help people out if someone needs something if someone wants if someone says can you read my script don't say yes and then don't do it like just um, say yes to things um, but only if you can do them yes Uh, and just yeah be pleasant Um, that that's genuinely I mean, some people say it from a very career-minded place, so, you know, you should be nice to everyone because the the person that's cleaning the windows in the morning might actually be the director of the play um, and he's, you know, just saving money because he likes to clean his own windows, which is true, um, but I think it's broader than that. I think it's wider than that. I think just be be fun to work with, be good to work with. And things will, and people will want to work with you. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> That's exactly the sort of inspirational message I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. I think that's good advice for life. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> brilliant. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I made this. Guess what? It's <laughs> it's call for action time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just find this really hard. <laughs> anyway, um, your call to action this week is to follow Fran on Twitter. She is at Fran Bush. And you can check out her website, which is franbush.com. And or check out kittenkillerscomedy.com. And they are on Twitter at Kiss and Killers. 
Oh, that went all right, didn't it? <laughs> That's improv! <laughs>